If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Oregon. It's Thursday, September 24th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Portland has denied a permit to the far-right group Proud Boys for a rally planned Saturday in Delta Park. Finding that the group's stated crowd expectation of 10,000 people exceeds public safety measures in light of the coronavirus pandemic. The group, which has gained national attention for its incendiary rhetoric and marches that often devolve into violence, originally planned to hold the rally downtown. The change to the North Portland venue was made, the group said in a statement last week, to accommodate a large crowd. Separately, Mayor Ted Wheeler and other city commissioners condemned the planned demonstration, with Wheeler saying the groups involved empower racism, intolerance, and hate, and that they're not welcome in Portland. A leader for the far-right group suggested it would hold the event anyway, saying it had filed for a permit as a courtesy. High schoolers in Portland Public Schools get 10 hours a week of online instruction from their teachers while learning remotely, but middle schoolers get less than half that just four and a half hours. Parents say it's not enough. What's more, they say, is that many teachers give only vague directions for what to do with the rest of the time students are supposed to be learning. On Monday, the district addressed those concerns, saying it exceeds state-issued recommendations for middle schoolers and that holding fewer live classes allows educators more time to communicate with students who need more support. A Portland Public School spokeswoman, however, said the district will share some clarifications to its policies this week some of which include more live, synchronous learning for middle schoolers. A 26-year-old Oregonian initially identified as the state's youngest COVID-19 fatality tested negative for the coronavirus during a specialized posthumous screening by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Matthew Stephen Irvin died July 10th in his apartment in Yamhill City after a sudden and severe illness. Irvin visited the hospital before his death and tested negative for the coronavirus. The Oregon Health Authority had nonetheless labeled his death as the state's 295th coronavirus fatality, citing a death certificate that listed COVID-19 as a cause or significant condition that had contributed to his death. The state now says the coronavirus has killed 537 Oregonians. Oregon Governor Kate Brown expressed optimism Wednesday over progress made in fighting the state's historic wildfires. Search and rescue teams have been deactivated, and large fires are being downgraded and turned over to local districts. State police have taken out of service a mobile morgue set up to deal with expected mass casualties, Brown said. In the very early days of these fires, we expected incredible losses, and we had them. But fortunately, the loss of life has been much less than we expected. Additionally, Brown said the Federal Emergency Management Agency has approved about $7 million to assist more than 4,000 Oregonians as they rebuild. The amount of FEMA recovery funds is expected to total more than $50 million. Thanks for listening. Learn how you can support this podcast and our local journalism at OregonLive.com slash pod support.